You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. They had last night at Bush Stadium at St. Louis. The Marlins and the Cardinals played game two of their three-game weekday series. The Marlins were trying to bounce back after suffering their fifth shutout loss of the season on Monday night. That was a 9-0 loss to the Cardinals in game one. Game two featured Braxton Garrett and Dakota Hudson. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Back with you here in St. Louis, where the Cardinals have defeated the Marlins again. 5-3 the final in the middle game of this three-game series. Cardinals took the opener 9-0. Tonight, the Marlins jumped in front early, but the bats went silent after a three-run third inning. Cardinals came alive, and their bullpen shut Miami down down the stretch in this one. So St. Louis improves to nine games over now at 43-34 with the fourth win for the Redbirds in five tries against the Marlins so far this season. Dakota Hudson was the starter for the Cardinals. Braxton Garrett from Miami. Both pitchers worked one, two, three first innings. Garrett struck out a couple of Cardinals, Carlson and Goldschmidt. Miami got its first hit. Garrett Cooper leadoff single in the second but couldn't score. St. Louis got its first hit, a leadoff single from Nolan Arenado in the second but couldn't score. Juan Yepes struck out. And Albert Pujols hit into a beautiful 4-6-3 double play started by John Birdie. This game was scoreless into the third inning. The Marlins came alive against Hudson in the third, having had one hit and sent just the minimum six to the plate in the first couple of innings. The third inning began with a double from Jesus Sanchez, a man at second. Nobody out from Miguel Rojas. 2-2 to Rojas. He goes the other way. Lines went over first base. Down the right field line. Fair. Going to scoot and kick off the sidewall. Around third. Coming home Sanchez. Miguel Rojas clapping his hands as he pulls into second base with an RBI double. Marlins with back-to-back two base hits to begin the third and a 1-0 lead over the Cardinals. Now you got to love just great hitting. For Rojas, his seventh double of the season. RBI number 20. And the Marlins led 1-0, but not for long because of Miggy at second base. The rookie catcher, Nick Fortes, was the next man up. 0-1 to Fortes, back up the middle, base hit center field. They're going to wave Miggy. Up with it, Carlson. He will fire toward the plate. It'll be cut off, a run-scoring single for Fortes to make it 2-0 Marlins. Now, Fortes delivered his eighth RBI of the year, a third straight hit in the inning. John Birdie then grounded to third base for the first out in the inning. Fortes took second. Eric Gonzalez, who had come into the game defensively in the second after Jazz Chisholm was forced to exit with right lower back discomfort. Gonzalez then popped to second for the second out, but with two down and Fortes at second. Marlon's got a big hit from Jorge Soler. The 0-1 to Soler is shot into right center for a base hit. Fortes waved. He's going to score. The Marlins have scored three times here in the top of the third and lead 3-0 in St. Louis. Soler knocks in his 34th run of the season. It's the fourth hit in the inning. Glenn, not only that. Now Garrett Cooper would ground a third ending the inning, but for the Marlins in the third, seven men to the plate, three runs, four hits, and a 3-0 lead over the Cardinals. But the Marlins managed only one hit and only three base runners after that third inning. And the Cardinals' bats finally came alive against Braxton Garrett. In the fourth inning, a leadoff double by Tommy Edmond. 
He was at second base for the center fielder, Dylan Carlson. Pretty good baseball tradition there. There's our ball ripped out to left. Soler to his right is going to pick it up at around third and racing toward the plate. Edmund throw into second will keep Carlson at first base, but he's got an RBI single. St. Louis is on the board. It's 3-1. to one. Eventually, Garrett will get out of that inning still at 3-1. to one. He got Arnauto to hit into a 6-4-3 double play and then got Juan Yepes to fly to the wall in left. Soler had just enough room in front of the Marlins' bullpen to track it down. 3-1 Miami into the fifth. In the bottom of the fifth, this game would take a dramatic turn. The inning began harmlessly enough with Braxton Garrett getting Albert Pujols to bounce back to the mound for the first out, but then a base hit by Brendan Donovan. He had two hits in this game tonight. He was at first base, one out for the shortstop at Mundo Sosa. 2-2 to Sosa is ripped out to left center. That's in for a hit. That's going to roll all the way to the wall. Donovan around second, headed for third. They will windmill him home, trying for a triple. Sosa, the ball gets away, goes toward the Marlins dugout, and a serendipitous carom to the pitcher, Braxton Garrett. Garrett was near the plate. The ball went right to him. So Sosa stays at third, but it is a run-scoring triple to make it a one-run game, 3-2 in the fifth. Well, with the infield in, Ivan Herrera grounded to short for the second out in the inning. Sosa had to stay at third base. At that point, the infield could drop back, but it didn't matter because Tommy Edmond delivered. The 1-2 to Edmond. Line drive to right, and we're tied at three. Tommy Edmond, a single to bring home Sosa. The Cardinals have scored twice in the fifth inning to again break even in this game. That made it... 3-3, Edmund would go 2-4 for four in this game, a double and an RBI, scored a couple of runs. 7-19 for 19 against Marlins pitching so far this season, hitting 368. He stole second base, and that advance on Edmund's 19th steal of the year was quite important when Dylan Carlson came through. Garrett, the 1-2 to Carlson, fly ball to right field, down the line, in pursuit of a Garcia going back, it's over his head on the track and up over the wall. It'll be a ground rule double, and the Cardinals lead 4-3. The stolen base is huge for St. Louis. Without the steal, Edmund would have only been at third, but because of the stolen base, he scores on the ground rule double. That was it for Braxton Garrett. Zach Pop out of the game, greeted rudely by Paul Goldschmidt. Runner at second, two down, 2-2 two, two to Goldschmidt. And that's popped in the air. Shallow right center, out goes Birdie. And he can't quite get it. He lunged for it, had it in his glove. It pops away. Coming in to score Carlson. And it's 5-3 St. Louis. Would have been great play by John Birdie out in right center field. He maybe didn't have to leave his feet. He did. It hit the heel of his glove, and he couldn't quite make the catch. So Goldschmidt with his... 65th RBI of the season already, and the Cardinals had scored four times in the fifth. Arnauto followed with a single, but eventually Juan Yepes with him to fielder's choice ending the inning. The Cardinals in the fifth sent nine to the plate, scored four runs on six hits. They led it 5-3, and this one would stay 5-3 the rest of the way. We'll check the starters for you. From Miami, Braxton Garrett done after four and two-thirds. Allowed five runs all earned on seven hits. With a walk and five strikeouts, 84 pitches, 58 strikes. For the Cardinals, Dakota Hudson pitched five innings plus. He was pulled after walking the leadoff man in the sixth inning. Gave up six hits, three runs, walked one, struck out three. 86 pitches, 55 strikes. We mentioned that sixth inning when he walked Soler to start things off. Junior Fernandez came out of the bullpen for the Cardinals. You got Garrett Cooper, didn't a fielder's choice. 
And then Jesus Aguilar rolled into a 6-4-3 inning-ending double play. Fernandez stayed for the seventh, set on the side in order, including strikeouts of Sanchez and Rojas. In the eighth, Giovanni Gallegos walked leadoff man Nick Fortes, so the Marlins had the tying man on to begin the eighth, down 5-3. to three. They had the top of the order coming up, but John Birdie, a fly ball to right. Pinch hitter Brian Anderson took a called third strike at the end of a 10-pitch at bat, and then Jorge Soler went down swinging. We went to the ninth. St. Louis led it 5-3. Ryan Helsley has emerged as a remarkable weapon late in games for St. Louis, and the Marlins saw why in the ninth. He struck out Garrett Cooper swinging. He struck out Jesus Aguilar swinging. And he struck at Avi Garcia swinging. That's how this one ends. Cardinals 5 and the Marlins 3. For St. Louis, 5 runs, 11 hits, no errors. Cardinals left 5 on base, went 4 for 9 with men in scoring position. For the Marlins, 3 runs, 6 hits, no errors. They left 3 runners on. Miami went 3 for 4 with runners in scoring position. Dakota Hudson, the winning pitcher, 6-4. and four, Beats Braxton Garrett, 1-3. and three. Ryan Helsley is 6th save of the season. Time of the ball game was three hours, one minute. Cardinals run their record to 43-34 and 34 with the Brewers winning at Tampa Bay tonight. Details on that coming up. St. Louis remains a half game back in the National League Central. Cardinals just a 500 team on the road at 19-19, and 19, but with the win tonight, they are nine over in their home ballpark here at Busch Stadium, 24-15 and 15 on the year. As for the Marlins, back-to-back losses to start this seven-game road trip. It's their 40th loss of the year tonight. They fall to 33-40, and 40, back to seven games under 500. Marlins are 14-24 and 24 on the road. They're 8-19 and 19 in their last 27 road games after beginning the year 6-5 and five away from Lone Depot Park. A winning combination, strikeouts and charity, the Marlins committed to fighting cancer in our community and are proud to again partner this year with AutoNation in support of their Drive Pink initiative. With every strikeout recorded by Marlins pitcher, $25 will be donated to charities supporting a cure. Tonight, 9Ks by Miami Pitching, $225 for the season. Now 632 strikeouts, meaning a total of $15,800 from the Marlins to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative. Tomorrow night, 745 Miami time. Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins. Andre Palante will pitch for the Cardinals. Miami trying to avoid a three-game series sweep in the final game here at Bush Stadium. Well, Marlins had a lead, but they blow it. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's pause for a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after his ball club's 5-3 loss in Game 2 last night. Donnie, with uh, Jazz having to leave the game pretty early on, what's the latest update with him? Uh, I, th- I think they're calling it lower back discomfort. Um, could be some testing, it sounds like, in the morning. Uh, we'll see where that goes. It's hard to speculate on you know, what's going on uh, past that. I know you said it's hard to speculate, but does it feel like at this point it is moving possibly towards an IL or, or something that he can work through or you're just going to have to wait for the results? 
Yeah, I think waiting for the results is probably the best, and you know, it's probably easy. It's easy to speculate, but then I'm guessing. Right. And just wait for the results for tomorrow. We'll know a lot more tomorrow, I think, by game time. When did he, I guess, maybe feel it today in particular? I think it was felt it on a check swing, and then he felt it running, and so that's when it, you know, it stiffened up on him or tightened up and felt some stuff down the, you know, in the back and down the leg. I mean, because, you know, he didn't play two days in a row. Obviously, I guess there was progress in order for him to be back in the lineup. Just how, I guess, discouraging is it that, you know, this is next time back in there, it's this happens? Yeah, it's, it's definitely discouraging. Uh, Braxton, you know, five strikeouts the first time through the order and then ran into some trouble second and third time through. It, it, did it seem like, you know, the Cardinals were really looking to make those adjustments uh, the second and third time through against Braxton? Yeah, it seemed like that last inning, yeah. You know, he gets the big double play to get out of the, the inning, you know, that they kind of had a rally going. He gets Arenado on the double play and gets out of that. Um, and then, then the next inning, it seems like he had a lot of good counts. Like he was one, two on maybe three guys, didn't put any, wasn't able to put him away at that point. I don't know if you want to call those mistakes or just not being able to, you know, get the ball where he wanted to or are those guys doing a good job. It's, it's obviously something, but... I think the fact that he got in good counts and wasn't able to put him away was was probably the, kind of the story for him. Yeah, every one, every one of those hits was two strikes in that inning, yeah, both I mean, him and Pop. Yeah, I think one twos, right? And I don't, I don't remember the Pop counts, but I know the Brax. You could, you know, you, you see him getting good counts. It looked like okay, here we go, and then you know kept kept not being able to get the ball where he wanted. With once Jazz left, the birdie sliding over second made the slide for one of the double plays, and then Eric Gonzalez making plays a third when he comes in just to see them in the as needed to be able to come in there and try to hold things down after having to make some switches early. Yeah, defensively, we're not going to get hurt by by that. You know, you got Bird at second who plays great second base uh, with either Andy or whoever's over there. Uh, Eric is, is tremendous on defense, so we're not going to lose anything defensively. It's just, you know, obviously Jazz brings a lot to the table uh, with you know, just speed and, you know, power. You know, like he's our leading RBI guy. A lot of things that we lose with that. Does it also seem like, you know, with guys like him, like Acuna, whatever, just a different energy too when they're in the lineup or just on the field? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I, I hate to say all the time. I don't think that's it's fair to the rest of the guys that he's the one that makes this thing go. Um, but obviously, he's an exciting player. I and mean, when he's rolling, it's good for everybody. Uh, right? He, he does play with a uh, – when he's going good, you see the speed, you see the excitement. People get excited. Mm-hmm. Offense, you guys get the three runs early in the third, and then I think it's just one hit after that. Just what did you see from the offense after getting up 3-0? Yeah, I, I mean, I felt like we did a nice job of staying out over the plate with them. I'm not sure they, you know, what adjustments they made, but uh, I didn't know if we got any hits after that. Uh, we, we did feel like, you know, uh, we just kind of, again, when they scored, it, it was just like we're down two. It felt like we were down ten, and, and that's just not, you know, where, where you should feel as a club that a club like ours is capable of scoring, but it just seems like, you know, we got down a couple runs, and it was like, so we had a mountain to climb. Does it feel like that with the Cardinals doing most of their damage so far in this series with the extra base hits? You know, feel like maybe you single here, single there, you can kind of get out of an inning a little bit easier, but when it's the doubles, when it's the home runs, it just makes it a lot more challenging. Yeah, obviously when you're doing multiple bases at a time, you're going to drive in runs from all different places on the field. But, uh, again, that doesn't that's their side. 
right? And our side has to be, we have to be better. Um, obviously, the circumstances are not great, but just be able to have, like, Andy come off the bench and pitch in a situation sort of like what you guys were able to do in the first month of the season. So I guess was that, I guess, it's like one step back or one step forward, you know, in the sense of... <laughs> I mean, you know, the fact we're getting Andy back is good. Obviously, I would have probably... Uh, put him in there right away but I didn't want to do something that quick you know we find out right before the inning you know Eric's a little more prepared to do that Andy we want to make sure he has time to get ready and loose and all that so uh, but it is nice to build to have Andy to come off the bench. Anthony Bass has been so solid all season long I mean I know last season he had some struggles but how much does it just seem like he feels so much more settled in maybe this year and, and just knowing his role and what he's been able to do for you guys? Yeah, I think definitely seems more settled I think it's something that you see with guys that second year uh, coming over to a new team new city a lot of things change for you their family and moving and you know getting getting uh, situated um, and it seems like the second year you see guys settle in a little more I think that's what we've seen with Anthony all right so that was Don Mattingly after the Marlins five to three loss to the Cardinals in Game 2 last night, they now have to try to salvage a game in this three-game series and avoid us being swept at 7.45 tonight when Sandy Alcantara takes the ball. He'll go opposite of the right-hander. Andre Palante will be on the air at 7.10 back home Eastern time with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.